Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, Here Make This, the podcast where not every idea will be explosive, but most will have at least a little sizzle. Each week we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This. Welcome, Jackers. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Well, we're separated by some distance once again, unfortunately. Once again. Doing it remote. The, the tyranny of distance, Jackers. Mm. Fortunately, but unfortunately, but fortunately, we are sponsored by Vicstar Designs. Mm, Proud sponsors of Here Make This. Thank you to Vicstar Designs. Thank you very much. I am excited, Jackers, sitting here in my house, separated by some kilometres to you, but still excited to hear what idea you have for this this week. I am going into Rancho Relaxo. Come on. Mode. talking. <laughs> Something that we can all enjoy. What have you got? I've got a new drug. <laughs> Prescription drug or? A... <laughs> yeah, it's something uh, along those lines. Not the, the, yeah, the whole, uh, you know, Procedure to getting this particular drug will need to flesh out a little bit, Jackers, but something to help in the sleeping department. And we've got lots to discuss, Jackers, because you and I have got a fair bit in common in the sleeping department. So I feel like this is something that we might be able to utilise. Sounds good. Hey, before we kick off, though, um, if you're new to the podcast of uh, You Make This, welcome. Hmm. But let's be perfectly honest here, Larko. We're over 40 episodes into this fucking thing. Where <laughs> the hell have you been? I know, so much catching up to do. If what you're getting you on board now, what the hell are you doing and where have you been? We slave away each week on this podcast yeah. and we're over 40 episodes into this bad boy. Yep. We've shared so many personal anecdotes and insights. <laughs> Jesus, if, if you'd been listening this whole time, you would know who Larko and I are. That's right. And we wouldn't have to explain this shit every episode. However. No, that's it. Oh, really? That's it. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm done. I'm done. That's God so true. damn it. If you want to know who we are, listen to the last 40 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's like people who sometimes, like recently, will go, Hey, I just I'm starting to watch Game of Thrones. Really good, isn't it? It's like, it's like yes. What are you talking? What about? are you doing? What are you doing? Where have you been? Where, Where have, have you been? been? Right. Stop the episode. Hit subscribe, and you won't miss out on this shit. Correct. You're uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's good for a giggle. <laughs> Who's going first, Jaggers? Should we do Chinese knocks? Okay, let's do rock paper scissors. <laughs> Is what? that what? Hang on, what's Chinese? Chinese what? Is that what it's called, rock, paper, scissors? Is, the, is mine the, the, is the racist version of uh, <coughs> rock, paper, scissors? Chinese rocks. <laughs> or as they call it in China, rocks. rocks. 
Uh, no, I think you're going first, <laughs> baby. Let's just cut to it. We'll cut to it. Radio. We're going Rancho Relaxo. Um, I, I don't have a lot of personal anecdotes. I'll be up front. And okay. I don't have a lot of backstory for this one. Okay. Um, it's an observation that I made and I thought to myself, why the fuck doesn't that thing exist? Mm-hmm. Yep. Love You've that. got kids, Largo. Yep. Um, and one of the things that um, kids uh catered to well, there's a few things i reckon kids have got it pretty fucking sweet um nappies right right when you're a kid you can just shit yourself <laughs> whenever you want yeah and it's some someone else's problem <laughs> right. as a matter of fact i've often thought about this i can't wait till i get old yeah Full circle. Uh, full circle, mate. <laughs> I can't wait until it's someone else's problem when I shit myself. Yeah, because you're wearing a pair of, whoops, I crap my pants, yeah. underpants. Actually, there's an idea. Write that one down. Whoops, oh, I a, shit myself. It's actually a Saturday Night Live sketch from oh, way back it? in the day. So, it. Yeah, it's a good one. There's a few others, though, isn't there? I can't wait to get old. So it's someone else's problem to wash me. Yeah. <laughs> um, wouldn't it be great to just not care so much about that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And, um, geez, it's pretty good to be a kid, isn't it? Mm. Geez, there's some perks. Yeah. Not have to worry about nah, it's money. A lot. That's the best thing. No when responsibilities at all. When you're a kid, though, you, you kind of think, oh, I can't wait to be an adult. And when you're a kid, you're like, I can't, jeez, oh, I wish I was a kid. Absolutely. I wish I had a fucking DeLorean go back to high school. Not a care in the world. It sucked at the time. Well, yeah. not all the time, but a lot of the time it sucked. And you thought to yourself, jeez, I wish, you know, this time was over. But in retrospect, yeah. kind of think to myself, jeez, that was a great time. There would have been um, a time early in high school, early to mid-high school potentially, before it got serious because you were, you know, thinking about graduating and university and after school where, and like you say, kids at that age can't wait for the next stage because they're thinking about, I want to be 18, I want to be able to drink, I want to be able to go... Uh, get my license and get a car. I want to do all that stuff, but they don't realise that they're in the butter zone there, Jack, where they've got no responsibilities whatsoever. Yeah, like you know, when, once you're 16, 17, 18 type thing, your parents might ask you to pay board because you've got a part time job. Uh, you know, it, all of the stuff that comes uh, with that, the pressure that comes with that. There's, uh, you think about the kids in Stranger Things the TV show Stranger Things, and there's Mm -hmm. lots of movies, Goonies and, you know, all around that age, they're off having adventures and doing whatever the hell they want because that's it. Yep. That's all they have to worry about. You're right. That's the golden age, I reckon, right there. Yep. The the 12 to 16 is your butter zone Mm -hmm. for growing up because it's the zone where you can have the most fun with the least amount of responsibilities. Yeah. You don't have to pay rent. You don't have to wash your clothes. 
you don't have to cook, but you've got the freedom that your parents allow mm. to go out and just do what you want. Yeah. It's great. It's a great it time great. in your life. Gee, I wish I had a DeLorean. Definitely. <laughs> and one of those guitars with a big fucking amp as well. One of That's two. it, yeah. <laughs> I'm late for school. Are you telling me that this sucker's nuclear? <laughs> I like yeah. doing my Michael J. Fox impersonation with you, Jakers. Just a yeah, a skateboard and a backpack. That's all yeah. you needed. That was That's it. All That's you needed. all you needed. And a good mate who's a doctor and can create a <laughs> fucking time machine. <laughs> Not weird at all. To be no. <laughs> Hand around with an old doc. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. How how do you reckon that Marty met Doc Brown? How did oh, they become friends? And how did people think that that bloke is not a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> well, we should. Do you know what? They should do a prequel. Here's how yeah. they met. That's it. He was grooming him online, <laughs> and uh, and then the well, you know what? He might be good for some other stuff. <laughs> a little bit dark. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, kids. <laughs> kids have got it pretty sweet. I guess is the yeah. point we're trying to make here. Kids have yeah. got it sweet. We do everything for them. Yep. As parents, and they don't have a care or responsibility in the world, but they don't know it until later. So my idea this week was more about why can't I have some of that shit? I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm a grown adult. Why can't I have some of that sweet shit that those kids have got? <clears throat> I get it. Yeah. And um, I came up with an idea this week. And, but well, I, I, I've actually come up with, um, I reckon there's three ideas that have come mm. out of this, this concept of kids have got it sweet. Why can't I have that as yep. an, as an adult? Okay. And I reckon you might've already touched on that also with some of your ideas, like the whiz protector pants, right? Yeah. Is effectively an adult nappy, really, sure if we're is. honest. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, you came up with another idea too. The um, the Adboot suit yeah. is effectively a kid's onesie. <laughs> it is. Just for Maybe. comfort. Exactly. Right? And, and easy to wear. It's 100%. Why can't adults have some of that good shit? So here's my idea this week, Larko. I, I considered um, my own personal, actually, our own personal comfort mm-hmm. and I considered um, how much effort it takes at times to bathe or shower. <laughs> and I thought to myself, why the fuck doesn't this thing exist? So here... Make this full-length, adult-sized baths. 
or tubs, as they call them yes. in the States. Right? A tub. I, when was the last time you had a bath? Um, it wasn't that long ago, actually. Um, it's a pretty rare thing, but um, it's lovely. You don't make the time to do it. What's your annoyance with having a bath? There's no annoyance aside from it's just a, a time situation. Right. You know, it's uh, showers are quick, in, out, everything else. A bath is, uh, seems, it takes a lot longer to run. Um, it takes, you know, uh, a lot of water and everything else. You've got to get the temperature right and everything else. You've got to fill it all the way up mm. and then you hop in there and, um, you know, you can't be in and out quickly. You've got to dedicate a bit of time to it. Yeah. And obviously all of us are a bit time poor, this, that and the other, and quite often you get interrupted, you know, you're in there trying to watch something on Netflix or on your iPad or whatever. And Yeah, so it's nice when you can get the time to do it, Jackers. The bit of effort to set it up. Yes. And there's also commitment. Like yes. once you've done it, once you're in, it's not like a shower. It's not like you're going to jump in have a bath and then get out in five minutes. You've run the bath. You're about to get in. You're committed. It's yeah. like you've got to spend at least 15 minutes in the bath, yeah. don't you? Yeah. And once you're in the bath, and here's to, here's to my idea this week, once you're in the bath, I find it incredibly annoying that I can't get my whole body submerged in the water. Why is it that baths, for for whatever reason, are not full length? And I'm talking about your standard suburban bathtub. Yep. They're made for kids. Mm -hmm. I want to – why the, – the default standard of bath size is like 1.5 metres or whatever. So you can sit in them and you can sit upright. But you try and kind of slide down the bath in order to maybe you know, relax a little bit and submerge your body, your body, and then your feet or your knees stick out the other end. Why aren't baths two and a half meters long? So I can right. get in that bath and I can lie flat, completely flat. My toes don't touch the other end. My head doesn't touch this end. So I can fully relax. Nice, Jackus. I like it. Yeah, Why? you know, you're right. I mean, we, our bath's quite big, and but you're right. I'm I'm sort of slightly sitting up. Yeah. Um. Or if I'm lying down, then yeah, my, my knees are bent a bit. You're spot on, Jackus. I thought. Hang on, Jack. Have I got some sort of hoity toity, lardy darty, mamby pamby style enormous bath at our place? And I'm thinking, how did that happen? But no, you're right. You're quite right. And it's not like you and I are massively tall. No. Imagine you're tall, gentlemen. No suck. chance. It would suck. And I think I like that's it. why a lot of adults don't have baths. Yeah. Because they don't right. fucking fit in them. And I'm 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 part English, as you know, Jackers, and a bath is like a rite of passage in England. People have baths a lot in the UK. That's weird actually, when I was living there. Mm. No shower. Like, Often that might there'll be some places that don't have a shower. They'll only have a bath. I only have a bath. The first place or that we lived in, I only had a bath with one of those kind of handheld like, correct yeah, shower one things. of those things which you're a bit. But shit. it wasn't a stand up shower. 
You yeah. have to kind of crouch in the bath. It's like, what the fuck? So many showers in the UK are over a bath. Yeah. It's not a separate thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a shower over the top of a bath, which is a pain in the ass. You've got to climb into a bath yeah. to have a shower. Just bloody have a bath, mate. You know, it's funny with kids, and it's the same with sleep, right? Kids get to a certain stage where they're so tired that they are behaving very badly and they're ratty and they're moody and carrying on and they're a nightmare. And it's like, listen, it's bedtime. You need to go for a sleep. You're obviously very tired. And it's like, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I don't want to go to bed. And they fight at Jackers. I don't know about you. I can't wait to go to bed some nights. I'm looking forward to it. It's like half past six and I'm like, geez, I'm looking forward to going to bed tonight. Can't wait. Ditto bath. Yeah. Running the bath, got a bit of a routine, like five o'clock, finish work, because obviously we're working from home. Run the bath. Um, time for your bath. And carrying on everything else. I just want them to bugger off so I can put a record on and start cooking dinner. But no. Have a bath. If somebody said to me, I'm going to run you a bath, you're going to have a bath now for the next hour, I'd be like, yes, please. That would be amazing. I'll have some bath salts and some bubbles too, if you wouldn't mind. Yep, (laughs) that's right. I'm 40-something years old and I'd like bubbles. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Not just for the purposes of bathing, though, Jackers, as in washing yourself, just to have a bit of Rancho Relaxo time. Oh, well, I reckon the majority of time that I have a bath is mm-hmm. not to wash myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck off, world. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm having a bath. It's good for you too, Jackers. There's a lot of times where, you know, your muscles might be sore yeah. from something, whether it's, you know, exercise or you've had to do something a bit strenuous and, you know, your feet might be sore from this, that and the other. And a bath's just bloody good for you. Sometimes I think to myself, though, that, geez, I'm just lying here in my own filth. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to think about that too much, do you? You Make sure you do a wee before you pop in because that's... uh... that episode of um, The Young Ones? (laughs) They haven't changed the bath water. It's just disgusting. (laughs) Great show. That's a great idea, Jack, because I'm on board. Anything to do with relaxing, uh, I'm 100% on board with. You know, my, my, my work, I must say, my work's been pretty good through lockdown. And they, they've sent out um, hampers mm. because they know that we're all working from home. They've organised and had hampers sent to all of the employees. Nice. So all of a sudden there'll be a knock on the door and you're like, who the hell is this? And it's a courier driver delivering a hamper. And the first one... They did like a boys and a girls and the girls got wine and chocolate and stuff like that. And the boys got beers and, you know, pretzels and stuff like that. It was really cool. They did one only a couple of weeks ago and it was a Rancho Relaxo package that came with bath salts. And like a few of the guys in my team were... You know, they're sort of fairly alpha male types and they were like, um, I thought that I must have had the girls' version delivered to me by mistake. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Bath salts, all that sort of stuff, give it here. I'll use those as an excuse to get in that bath 
and have a good soak. Yes, please. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to using them just quietly. I might do it this weekend. I love it, Jackers. No more to say. Hit the explosion button. Oh. (laughs) Explosive again. Explosive again. Nah, all good, Jackers. It's good that you're thinking about, uh, you know, just taking it easy and looking after yourself. And I love your story in terms of it only being for little kids who hate every second of it. (laughs) Hey, do you reckon that... um, do you think that Vicstar Design sponsors if you make this sell bath salts? Oh, I don't. Maybe know. we could have some branded uh, here make this bath salts, like a. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, along with some goat soap, here make this goat soap. Something like that, yeah. And some here make this bath robes to pop on afterwards, <sighs> maybe in the shape of a tonton. Here make uh, this slippers, maybe. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> there you go. Let that uh, percolate with you, Vic, at Vic Star Designs. Sponsors, if you make this. Thank <laughs> you, mate. Appreciate that. I'm back Jeez. on the explosive wagon. You better believe it. The bar has been set high this week, Larko. It certainly has. <laughs> if you got something that results in uh, you and I ending up in a Rancho Relaxo town? Well, maybe. No. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Sometimes our ideas accidentally end up sort of um, are kind of similar veins. So maybe or maybe not. I'll let you decide that once I get to it. Okay. Me. Bit of a backstory here for our dear listeners. I'm going to peel another layer off the onion so you can get to know Andrew and Matthew <laughs> a little bit better here. Uh, we've talked about many times on the podcast before, we have talked about um, the things that we have in common. And I think listeners would probably get that by now, that we have a good chemistry because we do have a lot of things in common and we've known each other for a long time. One of those things that we haven't talked about uh, on the podcast has uh, as something that we have in common, which is slightly less glamorous, is that we're both quite vigorous snorers. <laughs> when we go to sleep, Jackers, uh, we make a pretty bad noise, truth be told. Is that fair to say, my brother? I think so. You know, I, I hope think... you don't mind me saying this out loud on a podcast. Uh, and recording it for the world to hear. But uh, it, them is the fact. So I wanted to let you know uh, some business that I've been um, looking into recently, Jackers. And you can chime in with your own experiences. Basically, the snoring's no good. The snoring's got a little bit worse as I've got older. The snoring is definitely worse when I've had a couple of drinks. And basically, you know, it's uh, got to the stage where there's concern that potentially I might have like a sleep apnea style scenario in that I'm not getting the required amount of sleep that I should because I'm not breathing properly and I'm waking up and that sort of stuff. Mm. Plus, I make a fucking horrendous noise. And uh, if anybody happens to be sharing a bedroom with me, it's not great fun. Unless you're a fellow snorer. Correct. And people 
uh, know by now that our, our group of friends, we go away for a once a year boys weekend and Jackers and I are always relegated to the same bedroom <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> Which I I was actually thinking about this last week, Loco. Mm-hmm. You and I consistently over the last 10 years have taken one for the team. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Now, and and we did that because we're both snorers and we thought, well, you know, the, the right thing to do in our group of mates is you and I take one for the team and go in the same room together yep. and as a fellow snorer, it doesn't really bother me all that much. No. Now, hang on, let's just reflect on that a little bit. Why do you and I have to share a room together? Because if we were in separate rooms, we would be snoring in our own separate rooms. Mm-hmm. And as a result of us having our own rooms, our friends might have to bunk up in the same room together. And they're yep. non-snorers. So what's the fucking difference? That's a good point. <laughs> That's an excellent point so, you make, Jackers. We might raise this at the next committee meeting. That's it. To state. At the annual GM. At the annual GM. Larko and I have taken one for the team consistently for the last 10 years. We <laughs> vote, and I'm sure you'll second it, yep. that we should just have our own rooms for once. The eyes have it. The eyes have it, surely. <laughs> Absolutely. So it, I mean, it's kind of famous amongst my friends, um, including our uh, shared friends, but also other people that I know. I mean, I'm always the guy that gets talked about. Separate tent, separate room down the back. Uh, you know, it's, it sometimes has worked in my favour for exactly the reason that you've just mentioned, Jack. That I'll, I'll sometimes so and so and so and so are sharing a room, but I get my own room because I snore. So I'm more than happy with that because it's uh, it's lovely. But um, anyway, it's it's become a bit of a talking point, a bit of a thing. So I've gone on a journey, Andrew Jackman, and let me talk you through it. I'm not sure whether or not you've done any of this business before. I thought sleep apnea might be the issue, and we do have some friends that have to wear a sleep apnea mask, which helps. It's a, it's a right pain in the ass, but I'm thinking, okay, well, if that's the answer, not just to curb the snoring noise, but to breathe properly mm-hmm. and get a better quality of sleep. Because I do wake up in the morning and I'm pretty tired. Yeah. And then apparently I get a bit grumpy, but uh, which I know is hard to believe. So I went to, uh, first of all, there was an app. There's an app <laughs> that gets, you can download Jackers. This is not my idea. Uh, there's an actual app that already exists. And um, you basically it has like a microphone in it and you set it up next to your bed, put in all of the settings, blah, 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 hit the red button, go off to sleep and it listens to you as you sleep. In the morning, you roll over, hit the button again, calibrating results. So, you, you know, you got to be by yourself, you know, no distractions. You turn off all your notifications and all that sort of stuff off your phone. Bang, <laughs> calibrating results. Very high risk was the response that came back. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, shit. Screenshot of that, off to the GP. GP sits there and he's like, and I've showed him that, and he goes, righto, asks a few questions, looks at me and business, and he's like, the thing is, 
it might not just be a case of getting a sleep apnea mask. It could be a physical thing that's wrong with your head, your, yeah. your nose or your throat. I've done similar with my like, GP I was interested well. to hear this. Um, and I used one of those apps and recorded it and did what you, you've just done as well mm-hmm. and said, look, I, I, I'm not sleeping very well. I know that I snore. I, I, you know, do I have sleep apnea or not? And he gave me a, a, a printout, like a survey to, to fill in. Yeah. And you answer a bunch of questions and it came back and, and I gave him the answers and he went, no, nah, you don't have sleep, sleep, sleep apnea. I was like, well, hang on. I just filled in fucking, I answered three questions yeah. and you're telling me already that I don't have it. He's like, no, nah, you don't. It's really? a little bit frustrating because I thought to myself, well, I want you to test it a little bit. Just, yeah. can you do some tests? Can you do something? I would have thought that, the, and that's coming, by the way. So maybe I'll just I'll stick with the story, and then we'll get to it. But because um, it's been a journey, Jackers. So first thing, off to because um, he's saying it, it might be a physical thing, or sleep apnea, or it could be both, Jackers. Mm. So off I go to uh, one of those places where you get scans and shit done. I'm just like the exorcist where they bloody, you know, put me on a trolley and push me into the machine to get a CT scan or some bloody thing where it's x-ray in your head. And uh, the results come in back to the doctors and uh, he's like, right, so you do have an issue with your business in here. You're like your nose, it's worth investigating. So we need to send you off to an ear, nose and throat specialist to make an appointment. Off I go. In I go, and they first looking in your throat and everything, checking all that sort of stuff out, and then they say, uh, "Now we're going to." Sh- and this, I'm not kidding. We're going to shove a telescope up your nose, and I'm like, "What?" She said, "It's actually not as bad as it sounds." Have you had a COVID test? And I'm like, "Yes." He said, "Well, you know, you've the experience of the cotton bud up the nose," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yes, it was horrendous." And she's like, "Oh, good. Well, that feels a bit like that." I'm like, oh, good. That, that's that's great. So she sprayed a bit of antiseptic stuff, or not anti- anesthetic stuff, up the up the nose. <clears throat> supposed to numb it a little bit, and then yeah, shoved this fucking camera thing up my nose, and you could feel it. I mean, it was probably maybe less brutal because of the spray, and you could taste the spray, Jack, as it was mm. gross. And she's there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, she said, right. Your nose is fine. You, you've got no issues with your septum or whatever it's called. That's all clear. You're all clear in the nose department. But you've got issues with your throat. You've got enlarged tonsils, Jackers. Ooh. And you've got your, the lower part around your palate, so around the roof of my mouth. And you know that little ball bag thing, the boxing bag thing that hangs in the back of your throat, the gulia or whatever it's called? It's called. Uvula. Uvula, there you go. Around there is hanging very low, mm-hmm. so your 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 air passage is small, and if you're lying on your back, potentially, uh, it will be closed over. Uh, hence, why you snore. And if you were uh, drunk, well, it makes it worse because all your muscles relax and everything when you drink. 
So, you know, that makes it worse. Hence why you're bad when you've had a couple of drinks. I had very similar. I had, I think I had the same kind of test as you. Did you? And Shit. And then went into surgery to fix it. Did um, you? I did. And this is Get out of here. Quite a while ago. Um, and they said that my, yeah, that my uvula and the, the muscles and skin around that was causing issues. Yeah. And that my nose was also um, inside uh, was quite crooked. Yeah. And so I had an operation to cut my uvula out. What? I don't have a uvula. You don't? It's gone. Really? Yeah. And at the same time, they decided to straighten out the inside of my nose and I got to tell you, like, if you're considering surgery, I can help. It is the most painful thing post-op. Is that the word? Post-op. Yeah. Um, to have to recover from that surgery. That's I've heard this from another friend of ours as well. Because you basically can't eat, wow. and you can barely swallow, um, and. They, when you go back in, you know, a few weeks later, because because I had my whole head band bandaged up, and Jesus. Um, they stuff you know a heap of shit into your navel, nasal, navel, <laughs> <laughs> not navel, other end, nasal cavity, yeah, and um, it, you know, to stop the the bleeding after the surgery and stuff like that, and went into the doctors to have it all removed afterwards, right? So I'm sitting there at the doctor's surgery and he's like, you might not want to look at what what is about to happen. And he's taking the bandages off my face and he starts pulling the bandages and and, um, stuff out of my nose. And I happen to look down at the little tray that he's holding under my chin and the amount of space that's in your nasal cavity, you would be blown away. The amount of stuffing and wadding and stuff that he was pulling out of my nose two weeks after the surgery was incredible. Really? And full of, I'm getting a bit graphic here, but pus and blood and shit. Absolutely. And shit. And shit. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Unbelievable how much space there is up there. But it, for a period of time, it did fix the problem. Really? Having no uvula and having my, my nose straight out a, a little bit. Um, but gradually over time, the snoring came back. There you go. <clears throat> she, they told me that as well. So I had heard from another person as well that the surgery was quite evasive and that the recovery and everything was a bit brutal and, yeah, bleeding out of your nose for a long time after the thing and exactly what you just said and um, that there's no guarantees that it works. Um, so, and look, to, and this I thought was a bit of a silly question, uh, but I asked it anyway because obviously I sing. So I was like, would it affect my singing voice? And they said, yes, it would. Like it's not basically what she's talking about doing 
is doing a tonsillectomy, so getting rid of my tonsils. And then a similar, not so much the nose, <clears throat> excuse me, but around the throat and around, you know, the top of the roof of my mouth and all that. Um, and they're cutting into tissue around there. It's not your vocal cords, but it would definitely affect your voice. Mm. So I was 50-50 on this thing anyway, Jackers. But A, it doesn't fucking 100% sort it out. And the fact that, you know, it messes with the voice, I was like, well, what are the other options here, please? So I've got an appointment to see someone in um, a couple of weeks and it's a sleep school thing, sleep specialist thing. And there, um, it'll probably be then talking more sleep apnea stuff. And potentially, like, you might be able to get a mouth guard. That is the other one that they talk mm. about where you can get a mouth guard fitted and that will encourage your jaw to go forward so you can breathe better. Have you tried any of the kind of snoring devices that you can buy? No. I've tried a few. Have you? There's a few that well, – there's tons on the market, I'm sure. But there's one that was like – because I'm sure that I breathe through my mouth when I sleep, and that's yep. part of the problem. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, there's one kind of chin strap that you can try. Yeah. That kind of keeps your mouth closed, mm-hmm. and that didn't work because I just – I must have just pulled it off during my sleep. Yeah. And then, but there's also, um, yeah, I think as you say, uh, like mouth guards you, you can try that um, force your bottom jaw forward. Yes. Which prevents a lot of the, uh, a lot of the snoring. And I've actually um, got one of them that has worked quite well. Oh, there you go. So mm. that's one of the options. So it's either, um, a mouth guardy thing or something like that, or a sleep apnea mask at this stage. Stay tuned here, make this is because <laughs> I'll give you a, an update thanks to Vicstar Designs at some stage. Um, but I'm definitely. Do you, Vic, do you think that Vicstar Designs has a branded mouth snoring yes. mouth guard? Well, maybe a branded sleep apnea <laughs> mask. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be putting on a here, make this. Get onto it. Uh, get on that. The idea I had this week, Jack, is I just wanted to tell a bit of a story to get our listeners into the zone of sleep. Hopefully not putting them asleep with a, quite a boring, self-indulgent story about two snorers. Uh, snoring <clears throat> aside, um, AIDS to help you sleep. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I paused on the wrong word. Uh, We're laughing at AIDS. <laughs> no, I meant, your timing I was meant, terrible there. <laughs> see, my timing wasn't great. AIDS. I meant AIDS. <laughs> you think snoring's bad? Uh, no, things to help you sleep, Jackers. You know, people take sleeping tablets, don't they? Yeah, There's don't, all different that, types man. of sleeping tablets on the market. Anytime that <clears throat> a doctor prescribes drugs. We're getting a little bit deep here again, but Jesus, do you really trust doctors a hundred percent of the time when mm. their motivations for prescribing drugs may not be in your best interest? Well, there's been examples of people, famous people. I'm pretty sure Heath Ledger. Um, it might have been. There was, you know, he'd been to a number of different doctors and had a range of different prescription 
medications, including um, well, is it called Stillnox? Is that the one? Is like the mm. controversial one, mm. and um, that killed him. Yeah. So because you know it was in combination with. Like if you had have just gone to the one GP, you'd like to think that that person wouldn't have prescribed all of these things to him, but because he'd probably gone to a few different doctors. But there's been a number of celebrities that that's been the case where it's been prescription drugs and a different, a wicked cocktail that's just fucked them up and up to and including sleeping pills. Mm. I've, I haven't really had sleeping pills too much. I've had Valium before, which is lovely, but uh, I mm. haven't had... Um, the only time I've taken a sleeping tablet, I reckon, was when I went um, to the UK once with my mum years ago. And I must say, it was quite good. Like, you know, you had a half a tablet and it, because I can't sleep on planes, but it helped to sort of go encourage that sleep. So you were much better well rested mm. when you got to the other end as opposed to being you know, awake for 24 hours. Mm. So it really did help with the jet lag once you got to the other end. Yeah, it's once you vice get... vice versa. Once you get... Um, once you're dependent on it... Yeah. It probably becomes a problem, doesn't it? Absolutely. So there's bad shit in sleeping tablets. Take too many, you can die. People kill themselves by taking too many sleeping tablets, Chuckers. As you say, people get addicted to them. People abuse them. So there's bad stuff in sleeping tablets. However, there is natural things that people can take or do that encourage sleep. Whether it's a warm milk, Jackus, whether it's a couple of glasses of red wine, whether it's a big fat spliffy, (laughs) uh, a lot of these things help encourage sleep. There's an episode of Seinfeld where people ate uh, turkey because apparently oh, having a right. big yeah. hearty turkey meal will make you sleep. And maybe that's why we're all so tired after Christmas dinner. Exercise. There's no one. Is it? Oh, well, I'm thinking about things, like actual tangible things that you can eat or drink. Right. Chamomile tea, Jackers. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. a nice relaxant that people have. In fact, I went to, I was in Byron Bay one time, and there was obviously we're in that part of the world where there's a lot of hippies and fucking, you know, surfers and business. And we're not too far from Nimbin, of course, the home of uh, marijuana. Um, but in Byron Bay, I think there was a chain of shops called the, the Hippie High. Uh, hippie High sh- Club Shop or something. The Hippie High Club. Sounds like you're making remember. it up. No, you're it's true, up, but it's, so, it's something you like that. You are making that up. I'm not, I'm not making hippie it up. High I just can't. Stop it was Google. called the Hippie High Shop, something or other. <laughs> but it was all Google. legal types of drugs that you could get. And right. sometimes it might be as simple as a chamomile tea or something like that. So, or But basically different plant-based things that could be taken to make you feel better. So it was a lot of natural, it was almost like a naturopath type situation. And when crystals. I was in there, I just have Crystals. Hey. <laughs> yeah, there's crystals. <laughs> so I'm having a look around. I know those shops. Uh, for sure. I'm, I'm having a look rubbish. around because it's just a bit of a giggle. And this guy came in and he literally goes, okay, so I've got my girlfriend's parents coming over for dinner tonight. I'm a bit stressed out about it. So I need something that's going to take the edge off, but 
won't make me really sleepy or, you know, spacey. And she's like, and she's, and she's like, she prescribed something. Oh, you need to have this. And it was a natural tablet made out of natural stuff <laughs> that assisted in that regard rather than you know, having a line of Coke in the dunny before you meet your buddy parents-in-law to be or doing something that's dangerous or addictive, Jackers. Are you with me? My idea is pretty simple. Drum roll, please. Oh, mm. Here. Here we go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wrong sound effect. Here. Make this all natural sleeping pills. Oh. Jackers, it's simple. We're going to get, maybe, and there might be a few different types that you can buy, but we're just going to get all the stuff that encourages people to sleep, crush it up, put it into a pill salad, done. <laughs> just, that doesn't sound very scientific to me. Mate, it, if it, what did, did you, you just eat? say? What did you just say? <laughs> Get all, get all the, the shit, all the shit that naturally <laughs> makes you sleepy. Crush it all up. Crush it up. Put it in just a blender. Jam it in it a up, pill. Jam it in a pill and prescribe it. it. Prescribe Boom. it or just give it away. Well, you would have. You'd like to have some. Maybe as a homeopathic or naturopathic <laughs> so, person. So no, <laughs> no medical professional whatsoever. But you'd make just, sure that the person's not handing them out. Like bald lollies, Jackers. Tell and me not- that homeopaths don't do that, though. No, I know. But you know what? The, the worst that's going to happen, if you have a hundred of these things, you're just going to get sleepy. You're not going to die. It might give you the shits. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you crushed up turkey and Milo and fucking red wine and chamomile tea. And- so we're just getting the essence of all those things that yeah. make you sleepy. And just all crush, natural jackers. Just chuck them all in a pill. Yep. Chuck them all into a one convenient pill. So you can just have a, one or two of those before Nine Eyes and it'll just make you feel a bit uh, ready for Nine Eyes. Off I go. Good night's sleep. Hey, Ron, the problem that you presented was snoring. Yeah, well, this is always an interesting story to riff on. Okay. That's a shared experience, Jackers, as we established. <laughs> I didn't realise that you had a fucking half of a bloody mummy worth of bandages shoved up your nose. That was interesting for the listeners. But, but just crushing all that shit up and putting it into, into a pill in order to send you to sleep doesn't fix the problem, does it? Of snoring? Yeah. No, but Is it that might the problem help. you're trying to fix? No, you're no, trying I to digressed. Fix... Okay. What you, digressed. What's the it's problem more... you're trying to fix? Just getting to sleep and getting okay. a good, solid amount of okay. sack time, Jackers. Right. Now, if you're snoring, well, so be it. So That's, uh, that's, that's, that's another issue. I'll, I'll have to come up with something about that later on. Well, but, uh, why don't you just get drunk? Well, you, you well, you, I mean, you can get drunk, of course, but it's a lot more convenient to just have a pill. And like, it might be a, a Tuesday night, Jackers, and you just go, I, I can't get drunk to go to bed uh, every okay. night. You turn into an alcoholic. Yeah, I thought the problem that you were trying to fix was snoring. And, no, and I, I, I personally don't have a problem getting to sleep. Right, getting to sleep is not a problem for me. Okay. And I'm just speaking for myself, like, hey, like. 
Fair enough. I'm sure there's others that are listening that struggle to get to sleep. But Well, I, I do struggle to get to sleep, to be honest. Why? Unless I've had a couple. Right. Um, and then I'm, I'm out straight away. I sometimes have a bit of trouble um, switching off. So unless I'm, you know, there's exceptions. But for the most part, it'll be like, right, bang, 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 off to bed, brush my teeth, and then go, bing, think about that thing I've got to do in the morning you know, some work-related thing that's on my mind. Um, and, yeah, my brain races a little bit and I have a bit of trouble switching that off. So then when I wake up during the course of the night, because I do tend to wake up a lot, I've got to go for a bloody piss for starters, as um, I then go through the same routine again. So I'm getting an interrupted sleep, plus I'm um, also getting having a bit of trouble getting off to sleep. I'll tell you this too, Jack, is that I am at my most tired probably around just before dinner or maybe just after dinner. So it's like if you eat, if we eat at six, it's a, you know, I'm a bit sluggish then. Eat, a little bit of energy and what have you from, from eating. After that, sluggish again. So about seven-ish or something like that, I'm lying on the couch watching something on telly and I can seriously fall asleep right then and there. And maybe I should. But, of course, I'll end up watching something and next thing you know, it's bloody 10.30 at night and I'm, bing, like this. I get my second wind mm. and I'm up till all hours. It's probably the food. get off. It sounds like it's the food, mate. The food that's what? Get me up? No, the food that you eat for dinner mm. um, post- dinner causes you to be a bit sluggish. Yeah. Depending on what you eat. Yes. If you're eating shit, mm. you just no, end up. No, it's, not. it's always delicious gourmet meals, <laughs> nutritious, 100% jackets. Now, I usually get a little bit of a pep in my step after dinner, but um, but then after that, just start to feel, you know, a little bit tight. But I, I get over that and then I get my second wind. And then you and can't I'm, get to sleep. Yeah, I can't get to sleep after that. So this is to help people get to sleep. I'm sorry if it was confusing with the snore talk. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about that. And plus, I haven't got a chance to tell you that I've been going on this journey um, about Ooh. sorting out my snoring situation. And I, I thought that maybe you'd be able to relate to that. Yeah. Um, I feel as though, well, there's tons of drugs that can help you sleep. Mm-hmm. We already know that. There's also drugs that are more natural. Is there? That people already take. Do you know what? I'm going to stop and Google. Holy shit. <laughs> Live. Live on the wireless. Put some music on, Jackers, just while you... Uh... <sighs> What's that drug called? You can buy it over the counter. <sighs> I am going to... I am literally Googling. Literally... During the episode, natural. We're going to have to wait for a uh, some genius on Facebook or something to point out that this thing was invented years ago. Hey, I'm telling you what, it wouldn't be the same ingredients that I'm talking about. Mushed up and in a pill. Convenient, Jackers. Melatonin. That's what I'm thinking of. Melatonin. Have you heard of that? What's that? Melatonin. Melatonin. That's the opposite to serotonin, is it? Um, or in the same family as? 
it's I think it, you can get it over the counter. It's a, like a hormone. Hang on, I'm reading here. I'm trying to pretend that I'm really smart, but I'm not. Let's look this up. I'm All right, Dr. Into... Carl, just cut to the chase. And... <laughs> so melatonin is something that your body produces naturally. Yep. And it, it's one of those drugs that signals to your brain that it's sleepy time, Largo, time to go to sleep. And you can actually buy it. It's like a supplement that you can buy. And just take it. Really? Over the counter. I'm pretty sure. Is it made out of turkey and red wine? I'm sure that... No, I'm not sure. But I, my <laughs> guess would be that that turkey and red wine might contain melatonin or something uh, like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, my, yeah, where have I heard this before? Um, other people have recommended it to me to get to sleep, and I'm like, oh, getting to sleep is not the problem. Oh. It's shit sleep. Yeah. It's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that over the counter you can buy a tablet called melatonin. Correct. And you're telling me that you can guarantee that that wasn't made in some bikey's bathtub with a bunch of washing powder and other stuff <laughs> cut into it, Jackers? To I'm get the pretty sure it's value down. It's like it's like it's like a natural thing. Hang on, let me do let me do a little bit more stuff on Google here. But I'm pretty sure that what you're describing, you're gonna end up with a fucking sparkle here, by the way. But I'm pretty, pretty sure <laughs> that because my dad has said multiple times, if you're struggling to get to sleep, just get some melatonin. He, 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 talks about this shit all the time um here we go uh several studies report that melatonin improves daytime sleeping quality and duration it's particularly beneficial for individuals with whose schedules require them to sleep during daytime such as shift workers um uh, moreover melatonin may improve overall sleep quality in individuals with sleep disorders Specifically, melatonin appears to reduce the time people need to fall asleep and increases the total amount of sleep time. But what is it, Jackus? What's it made out of? Mm. Is it made out of ground up <laughs> coffee? Ground up turkey. <laughs> chamomile tea. Marijuana. Tim Tams. And Milo. Possibly not. You, you may have found a gap in the market there. Thank you very much. Like Explosive. So the show. Does, your, does your, what's this product called, by the way? It's called the all natural sleeping pill. Melatonin. Yeah, but I don't know what melatonin's made out of. It's fuck. You're describing something that's been on the market for years. You can literally go. Here we go. I found a picture. You can go. So Swiss, the fucking multivitamin place, sells melatonin. It's it's sixteen dollars and forty nine cents for a hundred tablets. Bloody hell! Well, it might be significantly cheaper than that for starters. So. 
But what uh, what's it made out of, though, Jackers? Melatonin. Um, like, are there people? Is it like donating blood that you go in and they strap you up to a machine and they they don't they're getting blood as well as buddy, you know, the stuff bone marrow stuff, whatever the fuck that's called, and uh, you know they're storing it. Is that was that's what's going on? The people volunteer and they're getting melatonin sucked out of them somehow. Here we go. Melatonin is a natural hormone that is produced by the pineal gland in the brain and then released into the bloodstream. Uh, so where does it come from, though? Where does it come from? Cows. 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 Melatonin was first discovered in bovine or cow pineal, pineal? pineal gland. Oh. It was then found in many species of animals, including humans. Melatonin is widespread and most extensively studied in vertebrates, mammals, reptiles, amphibians, bony, and fishes. Right. Let me just update my sketchbook here, Jackers. The all-natural, suitable for vegans sleeping <laughs> pill. Because there's no vegans eating a cow pill <laughs> to help them go to sleep. But they will have one. That's made out of chamomile tea and red wine. I had to shit on that though, Larko, because melatonin has been identified since then in many plants. Shit! <laughs> Give me the sizzler. Just get it over with, Jackers. Some fruits and grains like bananas and grapes, rice, wheat, barley, and oats are rich in melatonin. Unacceptable. Oh, well. You know, some people might just prefer to have this. You know, I don't know what the hell melatonin is. It sounds like a punk band from the <laughs> early 90s. They'll just uh, happily take a pill because they know exactly what's in it. Red wine, turkey, chamomile, hemp. Fucking pass out. And warm milk. Pass out. Boom. I'm going to give you a sparkler. Jeez. Now, it would have been crickets. <laughs> <laughs> But because of your lack of research. What? Hey, I've been busy. I had a telescope shoved up my nose, mate. <laughs> I think I'm being generous. With a sparkler, you've been generous. Nah, a fair enough. Well, you managed to... That's, this is a first for the show. You've literally been able to... Um, Demyth or myth bust. Debunk. Bust. Debunk. Debunk. Debunk my magnificent idea straight out of the gates. <laughs> live. Immediately live on the air, albeit with a little help from the stop and Google. So I'll pay that. Fair enough. Well done, mate. Well done. Really? Well done, really. No, not really. Not really. I just thought it was a good idea. I just was lying there one I was actually lying there, not being able to get to sleep. Thinking, surely I don't need to have a fucking half a bottle of red wine every night to help me go to sleep. Well, imagine if it was in a pill. Mm. So I wouldn't become an alcoholic and uh, all of the social trappings of being judged for having, you know, and end up with a bloody bright red nose and all that sort of stuff. I thought, well, if I could just drop it in a pill, that's slightly more socially acceptable, isn't it? Do you know, um, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you feel better, Larko. I feel Thanks, a bit mate. bad. I feel a little bit bad for giving you a sparkler. I'm going to buy you some melatonin. Really? Yeah. 
It's you expensive, can... Jackers. I don't know if you know this. They get it from the Himalayas and it's uh, <laughs> quite an ordeal. Several people die trying to get it, apparently. <laughs> I want to help you, mate. I'm going to buy some. Nice. Maybe we pop a couple together. I'll just have after. And then the last half of the show will be you and I snoring. <laughs> the special sleep episode. Oh, a here make this bottle of uh, Vicstar Designs. Here make this sleeping melatonin pills. Done. That that would be good. Vicky, get onto it. Yep, a few ideas there. <laughs> All right, buddy. Oh, thanks, mate. I'm a bit deflated. I might go and have a... Uh, no. <laughs> Go and have a glass of red and go to bed. Don't snore. I've got no choice in that. I guess I won't see you next week. Possibly not, but we'll do it on the telly perhaps. We should. And do you know what? We should live stream. That's a good idea. So we tested it and it seemed to work with our captive audience of one. So we might sort of branch it out a little bit and see if uh, anybody else wants to get involved. We'll publish it on the, um, what's it called? The book of the socials. The book of face or whatever it's called. Yeah, the gram of the Insta. Face, Facebook. Done and done. We'll discuss this in our meeting. Post-production? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you, buddy. There. You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the Ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at hearemakethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have, so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you, dear listeners, as always, for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin. And I'm Andrew Jackman. And until the next episode, see you later. You've been listening to Here Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright Here Make This.